Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Today's sermon is from Pastor Matt Smith, titled Free from the Law of Sin, from Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. I had a, a different sermon I was going to preach tonight, but as we were studying today over the house, me and the Lord, it kind of got changed. <laughs> so that's where we're going to go. I learned a long time ago not to try, like me and Brother Earl said, we can't even walk without him holding our hand. I, I don't even want to try because, see, I tried walking without him before, and I was on my way to hell. So I tell you what, as long as I keep my hand in his hand, I'm going to make it all the way because you know what? I got to make it. I got people waiting for me, and I'm ready to go. So if you got your Bibles tonight, we're going to be over in the book of Romans, real familiar scripture, chapter 8. We're going to start about verse 1, read a couple of scriptures here. It says, there is therefore now... No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law and the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free, the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. And we just want to bow our heads and let's ask the Lord's blessing. My Heavenly Father, Lord God, we ask you, Lord, to bless this scripture, Lord, and help me preach your word, Lord, and just use me in a mighty way, Lord. Help me, Lord, to preach your word in a mighty way that, that you'll have me to do, Lord, and everything will be done here according to your will. And we just uplift and glorify your holy, precious name. That's these things in Jesus Christ's holy, precious name. You may be seated. I thought tonight for a text, free from the law of sin. And as I was studying this today at the house, it seemed to me like it goes right along with a Sunday school lesson that y'all taught this morning about being no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. I tell you what, I, I believe there is no condemnation to a child of God. We're free from the law of sin. We're not under the law. We're under the grace, the amazing grace of God, which is in Jesus Christ. And I tell you what, we got the right, the power and the right to speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraints, condemnation. The state is not being imprisoned or enslaved. I'm glad that we are free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm glad today we can be free and we don't have to, we're not under the law, we're not got no condemnation to them who love God. 
Do you love him tonight? Praise his holy name. It says, for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh. The law of God's not weak. I'm weak. You're weak. In the flesh. See, we're talking about this morning about the spirit. And we're talking about the flesh. All the things that Laura had, and Debbie had up there on the screen, talking about the spiritual things, talking about the flesh things, tell you what we do in things that pleases the flesh. A lot of times we do the things that we want to do. We feed the flesh. As you can tell, I feed the flesh pretty good. But I get into the Word of God every day. I read God's Word every day, not because I have to, because I got a desire, I want to. I want to know more about Him. I want to see what He has for me. I tell you what, He, he gives me something all the time, to, and the, out of His Word, something just jumps out. And says, so this is what I want you to look at today. And I, I just want to read a little something here to you. that I got in my daily Bible reading. Let me just see if I can't find it here. I got this out of my daily Bible reading over the book of Lamentations. It says, uh, says over the book, chapter 3, it says, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because of his compassions fell not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should hope and quietly wait for the Lord, salvation of the Lord. That's what he gave me out of my daily Bible reading. See, if I didn't get in the daily Bible reading, I would have never come across that. But I tell you what, that's how the Lord works with me. I don't know how he operates with you, but I tell you what, he operates with me. He shows me things in the scriptures, things that'll help me, things that's not going to hurt me, but things that's going to help me walk that extra mile, maybe give me something that might help you to walk that extra mile. I don't know a lot of times. When the Lord gives me something, I don't know, I always take it personal because it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm glad today that I, the more I read God's Word, the more I study God's Word, the more I'm glad that I am not under the law. I'm thankful that I'm under the grace of God, His amazing grace. Praise His holy name. He's worthy of all praise. And right over in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 3, verse, chapter 3, verse 18, 
says, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That's pretty plain. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, you're condemned to a lake of fire. He's the only way to heaven. You know, people try and try to find another way to heaven. There is no other way. You know, you talk about people that just don't want to hear, you know, people says, well, I'm just as good as you and all this. Well, you know, they don't, they like doing what they're doing. They like, because the Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season. But everything comes to an end. You know, springtime's over. Summer's here. Fall's coming. Winter's coming. They're only for a short period of time. That season's going to be over. And then where are you going to be? Without God, you're going to end up in a lake of fire. Let me tell you a little bit of something about what time is. I'm going to be 62. Some of you say, oh, that's old. And some of you say, that's young. I won't say which one's which here. But I tell you what. And it hasn't been very long. I remember coming to this church, sitting right here in the front, listening to Brother Patterson preach. Me and Brother Rick sitting right there together most of the time, going down to Sunday school classes. To tell you what, but look at me now. Almost 62, and I'm still in God's house, preaching His Word. So bring them children up in the way you have them to go. So I tell you what, when they get old, they won't depart from the Word of God. No matter what the law tells you, when they come up with all these excuses, they're condemned. They got conviction. I know when I was lost, I could have said, well, I'm just as good as you. And be right. But we're not getting there because we're good. I tell people that all the time. I've had people out there at work mad at me. Wouldn't even talk to me anymore because I told them they're right. You are probably better than I am. But I'm not getting there because I'm good. I'm getting there on Jesus Christ and nothing else. He's the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by Him, and nobody comes to Him except the Father draws Him. I tell you, if the Lord is drawing you, I tell you what that is that's precious. Don't take it for granted. I've heard people say, I've heard people, preachers say, tell the stories of people that was under conviction and kept believing the church in that state and never giving in to the Lord. And then later on in life, they would give anything for that drawing power. Without that drawing power. You know, people said, oh, I'll get saved on my deathbed. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. The Lord has to draw you. If it's on that deathbed, he draws you, congratulations, because you're not guaranteed that. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. All we have is right now, right here, right now. I tell you what I'd do if I was here and I was lost and the Lord was drawing me, I would come up here right now.
I can keep on preaching. Somebody will pray with you. I tell you what, that's more important than anything to see you get saved. Because I don't want to see you go to hell today. Nobody, there's nobody I want to see go to hell. There may be some people I really don't like, but there's nobody that I don't love. I want to see everybody. When I say there's the people I don't like, I may not like their ways. But I love them. I want to see everybody go to heaven. There's nobody on, like I said up there in Columbus, we went past that jail up there. I don't know if it was a jail or if it was a prison. They was all condemned to be locked up from their sins, their crimes. But the good news is the Lord can empty that place out. He can save every person in there. All they got to do is call on his name. You know, a lot of times, you know, we'll, we'll want to say, well, this person murdered this person or this person beat this person half to death or this person steals or this person just goes out and carries on all the time. God don't categorize sin. No sin's going to happen. You know, we might think, well, we're, we go to church every Sunday. We do good. We, we do everything right, but he didn't know to do good. And don't do it. It's sin. I know to do good before and didn't do it, but I paid a price for it. I have to make things right because I don't want to go to the woodshed. I'm old-fashioned. A lot of you want to know what a woodshed is. It ain't just where to keep the wood. Let me tell you. I found that out. There are other things that goes on in the wood house, in the woodshed. You don't just get in there and get the firewood and go back in the house. You go out there and you get fired up. Nowadays, they don't, can't already do that anymore. But I tell you what, that's where you learn your lessons at. But anyway, that's not a very pleasant place to be. And when you don't do what the Lord wants you to do, you end up in the woodshed. You end up saying, oh, I wish I would have done that. I mean, I've messed up before. I've said something. And I asked the Lord to forgive me, and he, he forgave me just like that right there. Two or three weeks later, I'm still awake, awake at night thinking about it. Because I haven't forgave myself. The Lord, he'll forgive us. But a lot of times I am my worst enemy. I condemn myself. When the Lord's already forgave me from it, but yet I can't let go of it, that's my weakness. The Lord just said, let go. I got it. You're forgiven. And when the devil says, remember when you done this? Yeah, I remember. But the Lord don't. I'm not condemned. Because I got the Son of God. Praise His holy name. He's worthy of all praise. And right over, right over in the book of John, chapter 5, verse 24 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and 
and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but has passed from death unto life. So if you want life, you have Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth and the life. I tell you, I've said it before, nobody comes to the Father but by him. You heard Brother Ryan said that the peace, he's the Prince of Peace. If you want peace, where would you want to go? If you want water, you go to the source. You want peace, you go to the source. Jesus Christ, he is the peace. Tell you what, the government is up on his shoulders. I tell you what, he loves us today. I, I don't understand the love of God, but I accept the love of God. I don't know what he sees in me, but he saw something worth dying for. Praise his holy name. Tell you what, he's good. Like Brother Larry's granddaughter used to say, he's the best. And I'll never forget that because it's the truth. He is the best. Right over the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 4. It says, therefore we are buried with him a baptizing unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He ain't coming back no more as a baby in the manger. He ain't going to go to another cross of Calvary. He did that one time. He'll never have to do it again. You know, under the law, they had to make these sacrifices, sin sacrifices, peace sacrifices, wave sacrifices, trespass sacrifices, all these different sacrifices. They had, animals had to die. And I tell you what, and that just pushed it back a little while. But Jesus Christ, he did it one time. Now, he'll never have to do it again. He don't have to do it year after year. He done it one time. Acceptable and pleasing sacrifice unto God. Accepted. God accepted it. All for you and for me. Say, what if we could just think, just try to envision that, what the Lord gave so that we can go to heaven. So we can go 
not have to go to hell where, where we all deserve. It's just the truth. There's no good in none of us except for Jesus Christ. He's the only good. His righteousness, through his blood, we get to go to heaven. You know, you heard it talked about the sworn in Sunday school. He cleanses us from all sin. Not just the big sin, not just the little sin, but all sin. Our slate is wiped clean. We get up from an altar prayer, our slate's been wiped clean. And maybe, like me, I mean, if you might, I don't know, maybe you ain't like me, but sometimes I have things goes in this head right here that shouldn't go there. But I try not to dwell on it, I try to get it out of there. That's why I read the Word. That's why I listen to gospel music. I talked to somebody a while back. They said, there's nothing wrong with listening to country music. I said, well, help yourself. But I'm going to listen to gospel. I need the message. That's what I need. Now, if you need that, you do that, whatever you need to do, that's on you. It's a personal relationship between you and God. But the way he has gave it to me, I want to read his word. I want, I want his music like the goodness of God. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Or amazing grace. Or my chains have been broken. That's what I need to hear. Because I tell you, there's no condemnation in a child of God. And I tell you, when you're having a bad day, instead of listening to a I got a tear in my beer. How about listen to Amazing Grace? <laughs> How you like that? I want the message. I had to throw that out. It's like Brother Rick always said, I'll throw that out for nothing. We walk by faith. Not by sight. What is faith? If you, if, you, if you can't see it, if you can see it, it's not faith. But we walk by faith. That's what the Lord told, told Thomas. When he, Thomas said, I don't believe unless I can put my hands in his nail prints in his hands and put my hand in his side. And here comes Jesus walking through the wall and said, here I am, Thomas. And Thomas says, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, bless those who haven't seen, who yet believe. That's faith. And that's what it takes to be saved. Faith in Jesus Christ. Not faith in me, not faith in the church, not faith in no man or woman, but faith in Jesus Christ and nothing else. Because he's, he's the one that paid the sin debt. He's the one that made it possible that we can go. I'm glad I get to go to heaven. Because I tell you, heaven is a real place. You know, a lot of people talk about heaven and nobody wants to talk about hell like hell is not a real place. Hell is a real place. And where real people is going. 
I always try to remember that prayer that Brother Rick always said, Brother Alfred Holly always prayed that prayer. Lord, help us never forget when a sinner dies, leaves this world lost, they go to hell. Everybody that leaves this world, a lot of times, if you go out here, I'd say, if you go out here and had a survey and asked people, nobody goes to hell. They're in a better place. I'll tell you what, if, you're not, if you leave this world without Jesus Christ, you're not in a better place. This world right here that we live in is going to be your only heaven you'll ever see. And for a child of God, this world here is the only hell that we'll see. Thank God for that. Free from the law of sin. Bible talks about now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. What else are they, Earl? Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's what you get through Jesus Christ. We can have that liberty. We can have that freedom. Because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm glad we, can't, we ain't just free, but we are free indeed to serve God. We got a building right here. We can come out here and worship God freely. When I remember hearing Debbie talking about those people that used to have to steal away in caves, I've read stories about people being tormented and tortured for serving God. And that's going on today in this world today yet. People being tortured for the word of God. You wouldn't believe it, but it's going on right now as we're sitting here in this nice building. There's people probably running for their lives, trying to praise God, trying to worship Him. I tell you, we need, we need to pray for all of them people. That's why I thought it was such an honor for the church to be able to help with them Bibles, sending them Bibles clear on the other side of the world. I believe that's what God wants us to do. Spread his word. Lend a helping hand. Not only that's why I asked him to put the pictures up there earlier so we can put a face with those Bibles. We can put a face to those prayers to know that we're praying for some, another brother, another sister. We'll probably never, never meet them on this side of life. But one of these days, when we get to heaven, well, about one of them come up to you and said, I want to thank you for sending them Bibles. My family got saved. What a testimony that would be to know that we had just a small part in that through love for the love of God. Because we're free indeed in Jesus Christ. And he put that love, the love that he has for us, he put that love in our heart that we can love one another and we can love people that we have never met. Because we have got no condemnation. We got forgiveness of sins through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise his name. I tell you what, he's worthy of all praise. Glory to his name. Over in the book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 31 says, well, 29 says, 
Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree. He did that for each and every one of us. And this is that same Peter that denied the Lord three times. But now he's not denying him anymore. He got the Holy Spirit. He's standing bold. He's letting him know. He let him know that God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom ye slew. You thought you'd done away with him. But you didn't use your fulfilling what the word says. You was doing the Father, you was doing the God's work. And didn't even realize it. You was fulfilling the scriptures because Jesus said that Jesus told his disciples, I tell you what, I'm going to be put to death, but in three days I'm going to live again. He was telling them they should have been writing it all down because he is the word of God. And I tell you what, everything that the Lord said that he was going to do, he has done. And over in the book of Acts, as Jesus was going, going away back to the Father, he said, why are you men in Galilee? Why are you standing gazing? This same Jesus you see go away, it's coming back in like manner. That's what we need to be doing. The Bible says when you see all these things coming past, look up for our redemption is drawing nigh. I don't know when he's coming back. Nobody knows when he's coming back. I don't believe Jesus. He don't know when he's coming back. The Father is the only one that knows. I believe one day the Father is going to look to his right and say, Son, go get him. It's time. The last person just got saved. The last song just got sung. The last sermon just got preached. It's time to bring them home. What a glorious day that will be. You know, I've tried to think of what heaven's going to be like. I, I can't. The Bible says it ain't entered in the heart of man. Eyes haven't seen it. Ears ain't heard it. That's why I get a little leery. Of, I hear people on TV saying that they died and went to heaven or died and went to hell. I don't know about all that. The Bible says it hasn't even entered in the heart of man. The things that God has got prepared for all those who love him. And it says, once to die, then the judgment. It don't say once to die and then come back. Maybe they've seen something, I don't know. I'm just a little bit leery of things like that. Me and Lord bless a lot of like like that. We think a lot about stuff like <laughs> how did that happen? Why didn't it happen to me? Why can't I see that? Why can't I hear that? God's no respecter of person. But for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but 
have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Might be. It's up to us. It's God's will that none perish, that all come to repentance. I tell you, if I could get saved for you, I would. If I could drag you to the altar and you would get saved, I would drag people to the altar. I'd get a few people together. We'd go out, knock a few people on the head, bring them to the altar. But it won't work. You can't do that, Kate. You have to come on your own. I remember hearing Brother Patterson saying one time, I think he was talking about me. Because when I was younger, I was in and out of church all the time. He used to talk about somebody when they got saved. He liked to knock them in the head with a hammer. I just assumed he was talking about me because I was in and out all the time. But 1996 was a different day. That's when I gave my heart to the Lord. That's when I didn't have to worry about being in and out. I've had people ask me, how in the world do you stay in church all these years? I don't know what you're talking about. It ain't a job. I mean, it's not, yeah. to me, it's not have to put forth an effort. If the Lord put that in my heart, and I tell you what, if I didn't have a desire to be in God's house, I'd be up here praying. I want to know why, Lord, do I not have a desire to be in your house? Or why, Lord, do I not have a desire to read your word? Why I don't have a desire to be in your house? Restore that unto me. Like David prayed, restore that joy of your salvation. Put in me a clean heart, a right spirit, and don't take that Holy Spirit from me. Tell you what, I'd be praying that, I'd pray that prayer quite a few times in my life because that's what the word's for we got all these witnesses we got all these testimonies all through the bible of men and women of God telling us their story telling, some of us telling us you know we talk about Peter denying the Lord he's not denying him here where we read this a little bit ago See, we can make it. All we got to do is keep our hand in his hand and we can make it all the way. We got forgiveness of sins. And I'll tell you what, the Bible talks about Jesus. He saves us to the uttermost. He, he don't do anything just part way. If he did anything part way, he would have went to halfway to Calvary. I think that's far enough. But no, he went all the way. He went all the way to Calvary. They didn't have to drag him. He laid his hands down on that cross and let him drive. Then spikes in his hands and then his feet and lifted him up between the heaven and earth. And what did he say? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, if that had been me, I'd say, Father, strike them dead. They just drove spikes in my hand. And in my feet. They just got turned, beating me all night long. See, that's 
the difference between human beings and God. His love. It's past finding out. We ain't nothing without the Lord. Without the Lord, we're all condemned. But through Jesus Christ, we can go to heaven. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.